every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's time for What's Going On here on The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon, you brought it up on the list, but BYU Spring Ball is going on. And uh, our boy PK had a chance to catch up with uh, Kalani Satake. I believe there's another reporter in here, too. But uh, PK uh, started the conversation and uh, talked about what we were talking about, the quarterbacks. Listen listen to these couple of minutes, and then I want to get your reaction. As far as the quarterbacks go, do you need an opportunity to evaluate all four into the fall, or do you think you can pare it down a little bit in the spring? Um, I think we could pare it down, but I, I'm not sure. I mean, we'll, uh, that's hard to do to give that many reps to four guys, you know, and, and, and uh, um, I, I think we're going to try to do it at the beginning. And we'll, that's why I said we, because we have four guys that we think can play and can help us win games, um, we're, we're going to have to do a little bit more than just Skelly to see which quarterback can throw. We're going to have to see guys in the element and put make things through the really difficult to see how they can how they can function it's like in basketball you can't choose a point guard if you're just going to play half court basketball or three on three so you gotta you gotta be able to see who can who can break the press and who can you know dish the ball out and create assists and create penetration dish the ball i'm talking like this because my jazz just kicked butt last night so really excited about all the three-pointers that we're making so whatever we can do to be innovative like uh quinn snyder's doing with the jazz we're gonna try to do here but it's got to build around, be built around the foundation of, of the fundamentals of offense and defense. And um, if there's a way to do it, PK, we're going to try to get um, as many opportunities for those four quarterbacks to show themselves in, in a game type situation. And that's just what we have to do now. And then if it, if it gets narrowed down a little bit more towards the end of spring, I just don't know if we're going to have a decision by the end of spring. I don't think it's fair to say that right now. And we don't have to rush it right now. Thanks. Kalani, which uh, players will be competing at, at new positions this spring? Everybody's competing. I mean, that every position's up for grabs right now. So that's just, I, I don't, I, I mean, specifically, I don't know if I can, uh, if you name a position, I'll probably tell you, I can tell you who the guys are, but there's, it's hard to, to keep, I mean, I'm just telling you guys, we have a group of walk-ons that just came in this January that are really, really good. And, and um, I mean, they're really good. And they're big bo- big boys. That, and the, the strength numbers that we just seen from our testing this last week, I'm really excited to see these guys get out and compete. Um, the returning players mixed in with the newcomers. And then we have a few guys that are coming off their mission still that are going to – that we're really excited about. So, um yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of – I don't know if all the battles, the depth chart is going to be solidified by the end of spring. I think you can probably look at a few guys and say who's going to be in the two deep, but it's exciting when guys have to compete and they have to have to fight for their spot or trying to, trying to take someone else's spot. And that's what we've become accustomed to hearing from uh, Kalani, Gordon. Yep, it's exactly what I would expect. And uh, I – yeah, I think it, it, there's almost a bounce in his voice. He's excited 
about uh, making these evaluations. And I, I think he thinks he's got a pretty good group to pick from. So I don't know. That's what I took from it. I wonder. Zach Wilson sets a high bar. So <laughs> you think? We'll, we'll see because they've got a next year is going to be a little bit of a rebuilding effort for the Cougs and they've got a just brutal schedule. So, I mean, they, you know, it's it's going to be they they need to identify a guy and build around him. And you, you, I think it's important that they get the right one. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, especially at the quarterback position. I mean, you can't be flipping guys around all over the place. Although I've seen coaches do that before and eventually they settle on the right one, but you, you want to, uh, two things. You want to get as advanced as you can, as quickly as you can and give the right guy the right amount of reps so that the, not only for his own good, so that the team can also rally around the guy. And, you know, we'll see how it happens. But there's always the case, remember Urban Meyer, uh, when he, uh, Alex uh, Smith, was second choice. Picked the wrong guy. Picked Brett Elliott. And Brett wasn't a bad quarterback either. No, he wasn't. But, uh, you know, I mean. Then Brett gets hurt game one, and then the rest is history. Maybe yeah. it was game two, actually. I no, think it I was think, game two. I think it was game two. I think you're yeah. right. But but anyway, it's yeah. I I think Kalani is looking forward to this process. Not that he, I'm sure he would prefer to have Zach Wilson back. Can you imagine if they had Zach back again? I mean, they might really do some extraordinary things. But uh, we'll see what the next guy can do. All right, let's move on to Hans and Scotty G. And I'm glad we're getting this clip because I heard this part of their show, and I have an opinion on this. Uh, they, they, uh, it's Hans and Scotty G. on the saga of Lady Gaga and her dogs. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I'm going to give you a hint. The sad and depressing has to do with a story you brought to my attention yesterday about two French bulldogs. Oh, man, I think we, we probably need to talk about that. Okay, why don't you kind of lead back? Have you seen the video? You know, I've not watched the video. Oh, okay. I, re- I refuse to watch the video. Well, let me let me just start with this. So Lady Gaga has a person that walks her French Bulldogs. Yep. And he was walking all three of her French Bulldogs, and a car pulls up next to him. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Car pulls up next to him, and... It, this is all captured on video now. The house that this happened in front of had a video pointing right down the driveway, has all the sound, has everything. And it's in, and you've got a pretty clear picture of the vehicle and the two people that got out of the vehicle. So they get out, they accost this guy, and they're trying to get the two French or the, the three French Bulldogs away from this There's guy. Three French Bulldogs? Three. Oh, okay. I thought there was two. This guy's struggling with him, and he's screaming at the top of his lungs, and these guys have, have had it. And you can tell this guy is putting up a fight for Lady Gaga's French Bulldogs. He, he's not giving them up, even though this guy had a gun. This guy's like, no, 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 no. Well, they finally get two French Bulldogs away from him, and you hear him screaming, and then you hear the gunshot. They shot the guy that's walking Lady Gaga's French Bulldogs. Well, the guy falls down kind of to the corner of the driveway. Again, all of it on video. The, one of the French Bulldogs gets away from these people and comes and starts trying to see what's wrong with the guy, They're his buddy, because he was just walking. Yeah. The other two French Bulldogs were scooped up, thrown in the back of the car, and they taken off. They believe, based on the footage that they have, they believe that this was a ransom attempt for Lady Gaga's French Bulldogs. Now, Lady Gaga's offered... $500,000. $500,000. 
as you mentioned yesterday. Yeah. For the the return of her dogs. I, I get it, man. Well, I will I, say I, this I because you love French bulldogs. And you got Buster. Uh, yeah, got my Buster, who's a Frenchie. And and so, uh, you know, we were a couple of years ago looking at getting a dog, and and I was pricing out French bulldogs, and two of them combined is about five hundred dollars. <laughs> no, they're not that much. They're very expensive dogs. Two of them, if you if you want like a, if you want more of the unique colors with the blue eyes, you're looking like four or five grand. Two of them would get you up to ten grand. Yeah, yeah, you're looking ten grand for two. But you know, what would you pay in ransom for your babies? Yeah, I I I, I agree. You know? How much would you pay if you had two dogs that were kidnapped? Doesn't matter if they're French bulldogs. No, no, Just like if two, they're part of your two, family yeah, and you have that kind of babies. money, you're gonna do whatever you can to get your Bring me back my dog. Did you just make light of this by no, going Mel like Gibson no, no, in no, no, Ransom? Yeah, it's same thing, right? Is his son. You're talking about the dogs as their kids. Can you not make light of I'm this? I'm not. I mean, don't you paint me in this corner. I'm not going to get in trouble for this again. I am saying, yes, What if you've got the financial means, yes, by all means, spend as much as you possibly can to get your babies back. So when they call... And they're like, hey, meet us at such and such with your $500,000. You're going to slam the phone down and say, never you mind. I'm finding you. And then you're yelling, give me back my dogs. Yeah. Give me back my son. Lloyd, not you, man. Okay, I 100% have an opinion on this story, but you go first. Well, first of all, I think Scotty was... Being sarcastic. About what? About the whole worth of uh, the dogs. Okay. I don't think he was following along with Hans at all, but that's just my, I don't know that. I have not talked with Scotty about it, but uh, Hans was a little uh, sort of discombobulated there because he was looking at Scotty and uh, Scotty was saying, oh, absolutely. If you, you know, but uh, I don't think he was buying it either. Scotty say, ah, they're dogs. They're not kids. Right? But what about you? What's your opinion on this story? Uh, I, you know, I mean, I understand the importance a dog can have in a family. It's, it's not, you know, people get very attached to their pets. And it would be quite disturbing. Um, half, a, half a million dollars, it's a lot. So, a lot. so here's my reaction, Gordon. Okay, I've read I've read multiple stories on this. Uh-huh. We just listened to five minutes of Hanson Scotty. You uh, gave your opinion, and not once have we talked about the poor son of a gun that got shot four times. <laughs> can we can we talk? How about how about a reward to find these people because they shot somebody? Yeah. Can we? And by the way, the fact that you would actually uh, give a reward of half a million dollars for two dogs are the is the whole reason that these dogs were taken in the first place, and that somebody, let me repeat, got shot four times. Yeah. I mean, the dogs, the dogs should be a side note in this whole story. And by the way, Lady Gaga sending her dogs out with a dog walker at two a.m. You said this guy in harm's way. 
<laughs> and he got shot four times. And all anybody wants to talk about are all these dogs. And I, hey, you know, I've had pets before. I get it. But what? <laughs> what? Well, I, you know what that's... Lady Gaga should do? And I stole that joke from PK. Is say, keep the dogs. We're buying new ones. That's that's the best thing you could do for your personal security going forward. Yeah. The reason I was addressing the dogs and not the uh, victim uh, was because that's what Hans and Scotty were talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm not shaming you, Gordon. I'm just okay. wondering why that, that I've read multiple articles on this. I've heard a radio story on this. I heard Hans and Scotty talking about it. And nobody's talking about the poor guy that got shot four times. Yeah. Why nice. is that? I, I, I think it's because of the preposterousness, whatever. I, I texted uh, to, to pay off that kind of money for dogs. It's, uh, but but people do get very attached. And that attachment is what this man is still alive, by the way. And I had to look into it to find that out. But that weird attachment is what got this guy shot. He was shot four times. Four times, and he lived. That's what I saw. Wow, yeah. wow, that's that's great news. But you know where you're not seeing that? In the news. Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. And if she gets the dogs back, I will kidnap those dogs for half a million dollars or half a million bucks. No, you won't. Yes, you it this is like now for whenever she goes anywhere to walk those dogs, it'd be like walking a, a Bentley. Like you're you're just wearing a sign that says rob me. I would fly to New York or where at LA. It's not New York. I'd fly to LA to do it. Well, Buy one of those roadmaps to the stars and get to work oh, yeah. on taking those dogs. They're going to have to, she's going to have to protect them from now on out in a way that uh, <laughs> she might not have had to, but it sounds like she should have. <laughs> Austin. Oh. Austin just made a, a really hilarious, not airworthy joke. I'll tell you it was privately, Gordon, but yeah, it was. Yeah. But I'm not wrong, am Oof. I, Jake? You're, no, you're not wrong. I mean, there's where you could start. There's where you could start. Anyway. If she cared less about her dogs, then this poor guy would still be walking dogs. How did At they two know? in the morning? How did okay. So how did the dog how did the uh the uh the per perp in this whole thing know that the dogs were so such a big deal? Well, the first thing they did was hired River Phoenix and Sydney Portier's company <laughs> to sneak into uh, Lady Gaga's house. She's pretty open on social media about how okay. dear they are to her. And then Dan okay. Aykroyd showed up. What? <laughs> Sneakers! What's the matter with you? Got River Phoenix? That didn't tip you off? Sydney Poitier? No, it's the only yeah. Sydney Poitier movie I've seen. Sneakers? Yep. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. It's way better than Ransom. Ben Kingsley? Serbing, uh, yeah. So she's open about it on social media. There she's, you go. She posts about all the time how they're, they're her babies, and she would do anything for them. And you know who likes to read your social media, crooks? Well, I just wish I would have thought about it my uh, first. To be honest, <laughs> Jake, stop it. Poor guy gets shot, and all anybody cares about is a rock star's. Yeah, we'll get to you, dogs. sir. Just hold on. We got to find these dogs. The Could e you bleed out more quietly? I'm <laughs> looking for dogs here. The EMT. Hold on. Hold on, fella. You'll be fine. We got French. Here, bite this stick. Bulldogs to look for. Oh, it's it's is, absurd. It is. That a human being 
is on the edge of end of his life, and the world over is concerned about about these dogs. And I'm a dog person. I love animals, but I do believe that humans trump animals. I'm sorry, but you know, but you know why? It's it, it gets back to the definition of news, uh, which is extraordinary. A man being shot four times is not extraordinary. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, not, not in this some, country. <laughs> not compared to some of the stuff Gordon scrapes up uh, for the not sports report. I mean. What is somebody well, getting shot is, four times walking is, dogs what, compared to yeah, some of this other more, stuff? Which is more rare, an individual being shot or dogs being ransomed for half a mil- million dollars? Or a donkey being fed to a tiger at a kid's birthday party in Mexico. Yeah. One of your former Not Sports Report stories. Uh, I'm not sure that's the way the story went, but it it's was exactly how it went. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking some of those not sports stories that are about like opening a can of soup or something that oh. happens every day all across the you world. But the somehow it, not extraordinary. Somehow it makes it into a newspaper somewhere. And Gordon's like, aha, <laughs> a woman in Edinburgh, it's- 87 years old, the oldest woman to warm microwave mac and cheese. I find that you fascinating. Know, I'm, I'm this close. I'm this close to pulling the plug on the Not Sports Report. You are not. You love it too much. You guys, the way you treat it, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. You love Punish it way me. too much. Our, our, our listeners deserve it, but you guys don't oh, deserve it. See, that's how you always couch it. Please, no. The don't, listeners don't. want it so badly. Please don't. Look, I'm just going off of facts. I'm going off all the uh, the, the people who talk to me about I, I, I Take mean, I my eyes, not the Not Sports Report. Uh, no, I can't tell you <laughs> how many people have come up to me and or communicated with me and said, oh, I love the Not Sports Report. You can't and tell us because it didn't happen. It's, it's directly. People it, it does nice. happen. It happens all the time. It just happened this week two times. And they, you know, it's it's like, like they, where, not where, even, where are you going? The cocktail it. parties or stuff? I thought you've been no. home. No, I was talking. I was talking to somebody this week on the phone, and they said, "Oh, I want you to meet our son." And he was, uh, he, and I was talking to him and uh, Stockton. Hope you're doing well. And uh, he uh, and, and they said, oh, and by the way, uh, we love the Not Sports Report. And mm. they said it like, make sure you pass this on Stockton, to Austin really? and Jake. I know somebody who has a son named Stockton. Yeah, it just sounds like a made-up name for a made-up story, Gordon. I, now I, I'm going to call you Stockton. Uh, Austin. I know you know who these people are, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Stockton's a young man. He's got a lot of growing to do. He'll see the error of his ways. <laughs> oh, We'll get to more coming up next. Uh, Gordon still has a couple items on the list. Uh, market update at 350. Howard Beck at 4. Jazz pregame at 5. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Maybe it's better if we don't call it up. It's better if we don't call it up. Don't want to get ahead of ourselves when it's feeling like this, when it's feeling this way. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. (laughs) It's the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon, uh, I understand we still have a few uh, items on the old list today. Yeah, I just got some crazy little things here. Uh, the first one is I saw a story in the Trib about being prepared for an earthquake after last year's shake. Uh, so my question for you guys is, are you more prepared? 
Wait, wait, just to clear up. They're not predicting one and saying be prepared. They're just saying no. as we come up on a year, okay. Yes, exactly. That's it. I am so a little I'm, more prepared than I was last to, year. Like in what way? Give me an example of something that you're, you've done. Sure. So uh, I've always been prepared. It just wasn't all gathered together and accessible and ready for that moment. I had the stuff already, but now oh, we've like, actually put it together in kits and things like okay, that. Okay, so you mean something that you can uh, to help you uh, survive? Food, uh, water, uh, power, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, like a, uh, like a backpack or something with stuff in it. Exactly. That yep. sort of thing. Uh, how about you, Jake? Uh, no, not really. What? You haven't? We have, a, we have kind of an emergency kit, I guess. You already had it. Yeah, we okay. already had it. I'm I'm not really doing anything different. I, I don't know. I, I did I, look into getting earthquake insurance. No one will give me a quote. Oh no, I I figured it's, it's not cheap. Yeah, well, no one will quote know, me now that there's been an earthquake here. I, I I thought about honestly arming myself to the teeth, but then I thought you know this is really expensive, so I didn't end up going down that that road. So I'm I'm pretty much where I was back then. Uh, let me. Can I give you a little tip on earthquake preparedness? Yeah, uh, in California, oh, by the Rose Bowl. Oh, that's exactly Bowl, where this is going. No, that's no, it's exactly not. where this no. is going. My, my, what I was going to say was very simple and a little help. That's all. Keep a pair of shoes near your bed. Why is that? Because if uh, if a, if a real you know. A violent shaker comes, so then the windows might break. There might be stuff on the floor, and you don't want to. If you're if you're barefoot, then uh, it's going to be tough to get around. How did you learn this? Living in California, yeah, yeah, there it is. it is. Doesn't make it not right. It's just, it's just. Let me tell you guys about about something that we Southern Californians know about, and that's earthquake preparedness. I, that was like, what everyone in California last year was mocking us out here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, if I saw another social media post, like, uh, well, my, uh, you know, I'm from Southern California, so I didn't even notice. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Well, I sure noticed it. <laughs> uh, that When the earth starts moving like that, it's uh, it uh, quite literally shakes me up. All right, uh, Jake, a man is suing his female boss because she told him, allegedly, to man up. He works at a lab that uh, has a lot of female workers there, and he says that he's been excluded from some conversations, quote-unquote, girl talk, uh, because he's a guy. And he was singled out to carry boxes on one occasion, but he couldn't because of a hernia, and he was told to man up. Your reaction to that? Um, uh, I don't know. I guess it's not all that appropriate, but it seems like we're being a little sensitive. No? Austin, do you have a thought? Yeah. God, I, Jake and I were having a, an off-air conversation recently about a similar topic, and I want, I want to be educated from every angle on a subject before I make a call on it. But as I just give you a gut reaction, it's kind of like, eh, I could see why you'd be upset, but I'd advise you not to be so upset at that. If if she would have said toughen up, would you be so bent out of shape? I mean, I get it. You don't want to go with something that is stereotypical, I guess. But 
you know, you could also just get over it. I, and where and see, I agree. And I would say, if you are upset, then a well placed apology should clear this one up right yeah. away. Yeah, right. And, and and if you did say that, and someone was upset, and you thought that was ridiculous for them to be upset, you still should apologize for upsetting them, and that then everyone should just move on. Is that a, a fair answer? Okay. I mean, just somebody saying that there's gender, a gender issue there that is uh, makes him uncomfortable, and and certainly if the if the now if, if it's if Devin the, Booker saying it, he's wrong. And it was if it were flipped the other way, then a lot of people would probably say, "Hey, you know, you can't do that, right?" If she said, "Woman up." Apparently, the judge thought that there was enough to it to proceed with it, uh, not just dismiss it out of hand. So, and that's why we have judges and not radio hosts and producers making these calls. Okay, the last two items are kind of Chester-ish. Oh, boy. So uh, We're out of time. Uh, <laughs> the, first <laughs> the first one is apparently a woman at a store was, uh, it was like a grocery store or something. She was told that she couldn't be served, couldn't check out because she wasn't wearing a mask. So she took off her thong and put it over her face. Okay or not? Kind of hilarious. I mean, who among us has not thought over this last year, that looks like we're all wearing thongs on our face. Can I tell you what my buddy Dan did, which I, I thought was pretty funny? Uh, down in, we were in Las Vegas, and we were at a, it was a bachelor party, and we were at a pool. And uh, it was the last day we were there, so we uh, the swim trunks and all that sort of thing were packed away, you know? But we were at the pool anyway, killing time. And so my my buddy Dan had boxer shorts on. And so he he went and got in the pool in his boxer shorts, and the lifeguard or whatever barked at him and, and got real upset. So he went into the swim shop and bought the bought a speedo that was way too small. <laughs> and dude. went and went back to the lifeguard and said, "Is this okay?" <laughs> <laughs> You've got some creative friends. It was it was pretty uh, funny because the great point though. The by speedo your was was far more revealing than the boxer shorts were. I I I'm not sure I could even tell the difference between boxers and a swim and swim trunks. Could you? Oh yeah. Oh. What do you mean? How? Yeah, I could. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be paying pretty close attention to even notice that, right? I think you'd notice. All right. Austin, am I? These am weren't I, boxer briefs. No, they're boxer shorts. Pretty flowy. Yeah, not yeah, not like tight, yeah, but uh -huh. still pretty short because they are, yes. after all, boxer shorts. And, and you know, usually not. They, they're they're they were cotton. You know, they're not yes. a, a swimsuit material. Go with the material. Okay, there, yeah. all right. So it's no, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. Usually, it's not a board short neoprene material no. on those. And no, it was not on the boxers. No, it was just like a. Also, there's a flap on boxers. Did, I'm sorry. Did you say they were like cotton? Not silk, yeah, cotton. Okay, cotton. Right. Silk boxers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fancy. But yeah, that happened. Pretty funny, though, I thought. Is this okay? Is this all right? <laughs> Just want to go swimming. The European style? <laughs> yeah, it was something. Okay. And then the last item here, <laughs> you can play the applause if you want, but the last item is a, a question. And then a story. The question is, 
why do people streak? Here's the story, and then answer me the question. Apparently, a dude, did you see the video of this guy at a cricket match somewhere? No. He, he streaked across the, the field, jumped into the stands, climbed up the stairs, substantial size stadium, but it was like one of those stadiums that's dug into the ground, climbed all the way up the stairs, and the crowd was cheering him as uh, authorities were pursuing him. He climbed up the stands uh, all the way to the top, jumped over the edge onto a hill, and got away. But I'm thinking the whole time, I'm thinking, why, why do people do this? You guys have both streaked before. Why, why did you do it? I can't remember that I told you that story. <laughs> you did? On air? <laughs> Huge difference. What I tell you to you and what you tell from me to everybody else. Big time difference. We're all friends here. You know, I what? was young and dumb and it was seemed like a fun thing to do. I'd probably what? do it again. Why, why did you do it? I just told you. Because you were bored. young and dumb? I was, I was bored and thought, oh, and the peer pressure kicks in. You're like, all right. You all th- right you're, pe- you're saying I'm chicken? You call me chicken? I'll show you chicken. Whoops. <laughs> dumped. Did you dump that? Yeah. Okay, so what uh, What was the occasion? Paint the picture. I mean, not literally, but tell us. What, 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 was, what was the occasion? There was no occasion. We were hanging out and got talking, and we were bored, and a friend had a cornfield, and we just, that's what we did. <laughs> you, went, you ran naked through a cornfield? Backwards while eating pizza. <laughs> Oh man! Huh? Have you? He said you've gone streaking before. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it on the air? I don't think I've ever gone streaking. No. What's your best guess as to why people do this? I I, I never fully understood it. What 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 is it? Just for the attention? The story. Because you're really laying yourself bare, and you could be. You could become the butt of all jokes. Any more? No. No. I don't know, Gordon. I'm not sure. Full frontal. (laughs) Friday. (laughs) Is it just me or is it the, like, have you ever seen that movie, Austin, Me, Myself, and Irene? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And you know how Hank is running the show more and more the more time goes on that that he is slowly turning into Hank permanently? Yes. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, I apologize. but It's like Hank is driving more and more as the show goes on. Right, as the show goes on. I I think that's Gordon with Chester. Chester's getting more and more time. running the show more and more as time goes on. It's a legitimate sports question. It was Stop it. This was a cricket match, and the guy. And there's a huge crowd there. And my question is, why do people do that? I'm not trying to be subject, sub, not trying to be suggestive in any way. I'm not trying to treat it with you know a yuck 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 thing. I'm just saying well, I don't understand why what causes people. to I do really that. think Gordon, it's the the ability, and you should appreciate this: the ability that at any party, any gathering, any conversation ever. 
you can one-up somebody with you went streaking once. Uh, that's true, especially if you did it in front of 30,000 people. But I think, Gordon, I think you should call an expert. I think you should really dig into this, and I want to see it in column form. No, I mean, I, I, if I <laughs> above the fold, I, I want to see in column uh, in <laughs> a, a column by Gordon Monson why people streak. Well, I mean, if it, if it happened a little more often, maybe I would I, I would delve into that. You, you're I, well connected in the in the mental illness world. When, when was, dive when, in, dive into why people streak. When was the last time somebody streaked at a at an event around here? I have no clue. You probably do. Uh, has that happened? Well, I, I think, think it's, you have the question. Don't you think others would have the same question too? I I, I don't know if it, if it if it happened here. Maybe I would take it up. Get a column but, rolling, man. Oh, I just don't know. We had one what, at the Super Bowl. There's your excuse. Yeah, but when was the last time it happened here in Utah? But the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. Joe uh, signed off on you writing Super Bowl columns before. Yeah, it would have a little more impact if it was localized. No more writing about Tom Brady. Not local. Uh, can you remember a time anybody streaked around here? I cannot. Is that, didn't that happen at a Utah football game once? Kind of. I don't know. Well, there was a woman in the stands who got escorted out. <laughs> but, uh, well, all right. Do a I column just, on her. No, this was, uh, I probably did mention it in a column. Uh, yeah, but why, then, why don't you ask her why she did it? Well, that was a little while ago. Still so, relevant. Uh, <laughs> is it? I just brought it up because I saw it on this video, and I thought, why, what? Okay, the guy was a great athlete. I'll say this. I mean, it was the shot, the video was taken from a long distance, so it's not like it was explicit or anything, but he, 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 he le leaped over like three or four fences. And climbed all the way through, and he, I mean, he, it was an athletic event on his part, but I just It's don't know just why. a naked man. All right, we've got a market update coming up next. Stay tuned. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. She was pretty. She was smart. She was witty. Yeah, she had charm. Cupid shot me, that's what got me down the aisle. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We have some breaking Utes news coming up here momentarily, but real quick here, let's do a uh, market update brought to you by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. Gordon, how we do today? Uh, it was mixed, but uh, more down than up. The Dow was off uh, nearly 470 points today after a bad day yesterday. It's ridiculous. NASDAQ was up, however, 70, almost 73 points. You are outstanding broadcasters. I mean it. Night in and night out. You guys get it done. And the S&P down uh, 18 points. Stupid. That was Lloyd. No, it's the movie's own phone. Oh, yeah. Guy. <laughs> you guys doing that it anymore? Sounds, You're not, right? Sounds no. an awful lot like Lloyd. It did sound an awful what a lot. Stupid movie. Stupid. It's because he couldn't pronounce David O'Yellowo. The You know what? The Lloyd outtakes from the movie's own phone are just something special. They really are. You ever have, have a bad day? Ever, have just you, listen to that. Has anybody ever collected all those and played them on the air? Yeah. 
Yeah, yep, that's a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it again. It's like nine minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We play yeah. a snippet here and there on the movies. You don't remember hearing that? Yeah, I've heard it. It's, it's funny. I like it. Uh, we have some breaking. We have some breaking Utes news here. According to various reports, Samson Nakua, the University of Utah wide receiver, is entering the transfer portal. Is he really? Wow, it's getting thin at receiver, isn't it? Well, they're tired of blocking, Gordon. Brian Thompson, Samson Nakua. Yeah, but they got uh, Jalen Dixon back, right? He's more of a specialty guy, isn't he? Okay, but we're talking about numbers at receiver. I mean, they're, they're down yeah. two, but they got Jalen Dixon back. Okay. But, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how much of a loss these guys are. I mean, Samson Nakua did a few nice things. You know, Brian Thompson did some nice things, but, uh, you know, Hans will tell you that a, a lot of people out there thought he could do more. I don't know. Who's throwing them the ball? Maybe they, they don't have a ton of confidence in that. Wow. Any any best guesses where he could end up? No. Of course, his, no clue. his brother his brother played at BYU. And his other brother is at Washington, right? He's transferring. Yeah. Oh, Puka's oh, transferring? Transfer? Isn't that true? Uh, now that I you say that, that might be true. Sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this is this is the, the modern college game we live in now. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Then it's going to get worse because they're going to change the rules and you're going to have no idea what a team's going to look like from one year to another. Yeah, but it'll be okay. Will I, it? I say that. Yeah, I think it will. Okay. It'll benefit as much as it hurts. It'll be different. It, I don't it, think it, it'll be better, but it'll be different. Is this, is this a new leaf for you, Gordon? Positivity? Well, no, no. I've always been on that side of this. Jake and I have argued about this many, many times. Right, and he doesn't want his solution to ruin the game, and I think it will. Well, it'll help individuals, and if if you if your program is in the shape that uh, can retain those kinds of players, then you will. And if it's too talented and it's too crowded, then then you might lose some guys. But uh, that's okay. You can get some guys too. Uh, Kyle's been pretty good at that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, a hard part, and I mean this sincerely about fi- following minor league sports, you know, the bees and minor league baseball is the team's different every year. Nobody cares, Jake. If your team is good, they're not going to care how the players were came to be on the team. Okay. Really? You think that's going to be a problem? I think part of what makes college sports great are the, the ups and downs and the building a program and the getting to know players and those sorts of things, but... Well, know. maybe this will make it better because in the NFL, people always talk about how you can go from worst to first, more as more fluidity to the situation. And maybe in college football, it'll add a little excitement factor. And it's a program that might be, you know, off a little bit can, can get better quicker. And if an individual wants to do that, then why, why punish them by making them stay where they are? Maybe it's not like, it's not like they have contracts, uh, well, and the added benefit, too, that money can change hands again. So that's always good. <laughs> I mean, I know they do they do commit to a, a scholarship, but, uh, you know, coaches have been on the other side of getting rid of players, too. So I know, uh, I know uh, Howard Beck uh, is going to join us coming up right around the corner, but if they do do the free transfer stuff, get rid of handshake lines. Seriously, get rid of those handshake oh, lines. Do you, think, do you think they're going to be re- recruiting? Yeah. 
Like, hey, come play for us. Hey, great game. You know, it would have been better if you were on our team. Have a nice well, one. Yeah, but they could say that anyway. I mean, yeah, but you still got to sit out a year. Yeah, I understand. But but so what? I mean, really, I mean, you make so a what? choice. It's okay. Coaches recruiting out of handshake lines. That's fine. Oh, I, I don't think I don't know if that'll be that way. The way it'll work. You know? Oh, I I do. You think a coach is going to sit there and recruit somebody on the field? If I think coaches are going to recruit other teams' players nonstop, including on the field. Yes. Yeah, but it's a big, big deal to transfer. I mean, you know, you're not anymore. Of, yeah, but I'm talking about for the individual player. You're on the field. You've got you're 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 with your with your teammates. You've got roommates. You've got friends. You've got an established. You establish relationships usually, you know, you're you're going to school, you got something you're studying, and, and now you got to uproot all that. That's that's harder than you think, Jake. That's harder than just saying, okay, I'm just going to do that willy-nilly. Okay. You don't think so? No. Would you have been willing to transfer in college? Didn't Weren't you settled into a comfortable situation that you enjoyed? Somebody offered me a better opportunity. Yeah. Well, the, I guess the point is make make a good opportunity where you are if you can. And if you can't, you then... You can't just quit. All right. It's more than just that. Uh, just on. quit. You it's know fine. there's more. You know, these are college athletes, man. They They're are. not professionals making They're a billion not. dollars. It's true. Of course, in the NFL, you can, you can if you don't want to play for your team anymore, you can just say, hey, I'm not going to play for you anymore. Get me out of here. Except you can't really do that. But, yeah, Howard Beck well, is joining Deshaun us. Deshaun Watson that, right? And he's one player, and even he's not guaranteed to get out of there. We'll see. The the creme de la creme, de, the point zero zero one percent of the whole league. All right, stay tuned. Howard Beck's next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.